the Braves Craze Podcast with your host, the Braves Doctor. What's up, Braves country? Today is Monday, November 25th, 2019, and you have found the Braves Craze Podcast. So let me be the first to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, a happy Thanksgiving week. Uh, hopefully this week you can have some time with friends, family, and loved ones, eat plenty of good food, and then most of all, remember what it is this week that you're thankful for. So before we start the episode this week, uh, I'd like to invite you to subscribe to the Braves Craze podcast on your favorite podcasting network. Uh, also, if you would, follow me on Twitter. It's at Dr. Braves. That's at D-O-C-T-O-R-B-R-A-V-E-S. So we've got some news this week to discuss, a couple of uh, free agent signings. Uh, we'll talk about one first, and the Braves have actually strengthened the bullpen even further uh, by re-signing Chris Martin. Uh, remember, he was one of the guys we got last year in the trade with the Texas Rangers. Uh, we signed Chris for two years, $14 million, and the trade seems to be distributed evenly at $7 million per year. So of the three guys we got last year, Mark Melanson, Chris Martin, and Shane Green, I think Chris Martin's got the most upside and the most electric stuff of anyone out there. Uh, when he pitched, he was pretty good, and I think he could have even been better last year when he pitched. We remember Chris mainly for the injury in the playoffs that really hurt us and forced us to use Max Freed more out of the bullpen. But, uh, you know, Chris Martin's got some serious, serious gas uh, a nasty slider to go with that and, and, and seems to be somebody that we can really use in that pen. So now with the additions of Chris Martin uh, and Will Smith, the Braves bullpen looks to be pretty doggone good uh, going forth. Uh, it's up in the air at this point in time what we're going to do with Shane Green. Uh, Shane still has uh, an arbitration number out there, I believe, and is set to make some money this year. So, uh, you know, I, I've heard that Shane may be a DFA candidate. But the, the rumor is the Braves do want to retain Shane Green uh, with, this, with this bullpen. So uh, the bullpen now, even though it is aging a bit, uh, seems to be a strength for the Braves at this point in time. Uh, multiple veteran relievers out there, uh, quality righties and lefties in the pen as well. And we may have now have more options and be able to look at guys like Sean Newcomb to go back to the rotation as opposed to having to be that lefty short man uh, out of the bullpen, or in some cases, Sean was even used as a long man because he was more stretched out than others were. So uh, I really like the Chris Martin signing. He was the guy of those three guys I really wanted to keep long-term, uh, and, and good job by Alex Anthopoulos for going out and, and bringing Chris Martin back to the Atlanta Braves for the, for the 2021 seasons here out of the bullpen. Uh, so let's talk about the other big news that just happened yesterday. Uh, the Braves signed free agent catcher, uh, Travis Darno uh, to a two-year, $16 million contract, which is $8 million per year. So I, I'm a big fan of this signing. I, I've always thought Travis Darno was a very good offensive catcher. Uh, came up with the Mets, uh, played most of last year with the Tampa Bay Rays, where he hit, I believe, 16 home runs, hit about 251 or so. Uh, but he's a guy that, that can generate some pop, drive some runs in, He's a capable defensive catcher as well. So uh, I, I really like this, this move by, by Alex Anthopoulos of, of to what I believe is an upgrade to the catching uh, core for the Braves. Uh, as we all know, Brian McCann retired. 
Uh, and Tyler Flowers has been re-signed already, so Tyler will serve as a platoon option slash backup catcher. And I hope it's more of a backup type guy to Darno because I think he's considerably better than Tyler Flowers at this point in time. Uh, but Travis Darno gives us a guy who we can hit in different spots in the order in my mind. Uh, right-handed batter, uh, again, came up with the New York Mets, was a pretty big prospect for the Mets a few years back, and didn't really pan out to the guy they thought he was going to be. But nonetheless, he's had a nice little major league career at this point in time. Uh, I believe Travis is 29 years old, so he's, he's still got a few uh, good years in, in front of him for sure. Uh, and I look forward to having Travis Darno as an Atlanta Brave. So, you know, I, I will tell you, down the stretch last year, I think catcher was one of the spots I felt that we were the most weak or we were the weakest at uh, in our lineup. Uh, Brian McCann, who is one of my all-time favorites as a catcher, looked like he was out of gas uh, by early September uh, and honestly didn't play that well after uh, that point in time. And then Tyler Flowers just had, in my mind, one of the worst years he's ever had uh, as, a, as a big league player. Uh, he didn't hit very well, and he struggled with pass balls and defense, which has been one of Tyler's uh, big things. Now, I will say Tyler Flowers knows the pitching staff uh, and, and does a good job framing and calling games. So I think keeping Tyler around gives us that sense of uh, mentorship and leadership from behind the plate, and hopefully Travis Darno can learn a few things about the pitching staff from him, and that makes the transition, I believe, a little bit easier than it would uh, for someone who, who would come in or for, for having two or three brand-new catchers with this roster for 2020 starting off. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see some of Alex Jackson this year as well. Uh, he had a decent year in AAA. Didn't hit for high average, but hit some home runs. Uh, so, you know, uh, Alex Jackson may be a guy that gets some time. Uh, not sure about Francisco Cervelli and what his status is going forth, but we could bring him back on some sort of third catcher type deal. Uh, and then the two young guys in the minor leagues probably are a little bit from being ready. Uh, Wilson, Wilson, William Contreras and Shay Langoliers. Uh, I'm guessing they're probably a 2021 arrival. Although, you never know, late in 2020, you could see uh, one of those guys pop up with the Braves. Um, of note, we had seen some Wilson Contreras rumors of the Cubs, and, and he is on the on, possibly on the trade block, uh, could be acquired. And I, I'd heard the Braves' name mentioned in that a little bit. But obviously now with the signing of Travis Darno, uh, that that's probably not going to be something that we would look into or pursue going forth. Uh <clears throat> You know, the, the, the number, the money for Darno, uh, $8 million per year, basically. I've heard a few folks saying that's a lot. Uh, I don't think it is, actually. I think the number that, that you saw uh, given out recently to free agent catcher signings uh, has really actually uh, made this deal very, very uh, doable, the $8 million per year, although that's a good bit of money for a proven major league catcher who, in my mind, seriously upgrades the catchers we had from last year. Uh, you know, we certainly... I believe did upgrade ourselves there. The Yasmani Grandal signing, as I, as I was mentioning, you know, was a lot of money to the White Sox. So this this seems like to me not that big of a deal. And honestly, uh, I wouldn't say I'd rather have Darno over Grandal, but I don't know that it's that far off. I think Darno is more consistent uh, than Grandal is with his offense, and uh, I believe we can bat him all over the lineup and be able to move him around some and help out in certain situations. So. Uh, kudos again to, to Alex Anthopoulos on this signing, as I believe this is a really good deal uh, for us to bring him in. So, uh, we've gotten a, a big-time relief pitcher in Will Smith. 
We've re-upped Chris Martin, uh, and now we've brought in Travis Darno to catch. So the Braves are pretty active here so far in the free agent market. Uh, you know, again, I mentioned last week, the next big question is, what do you do at third base? Uh, and it leads me to wonder, you know, I've heard some even discussing that Josh Donaldson is almost a foregone conclusion. He's not coming back to the Braves now, which I wouldn't say that's for sure the case. Um, one of the theories was signing Will Smith and giving up a draft pick to do so because he was a uh, he had signed an offer sheet with the Braves. I'm sorry, with the Giants, uh, means that the Braves believe they'll get that draft pick back when they lose Josh Donaldson. So I'm not ready to say he's definitely going to not be back here, but I think the chances of him coming back are diminishing for sure. Uh, and, and we talked about the fallback fallback options of Mike Mustakas, which I've heard a lot of that recently too. So we shall see uh, what happens there. Uh, again, I, I do still love the Johan Camargo, Austin Riley platoon share timeshare option at third base if if we go that route uh, i want to mention a couple of new rumors i've read this week and, and seen some information on that seem intriguing to me uh, one is marcel ozuna uh, the cardinals left fielder who is a big power bat i believe he hit 29 home runs this year but his batting average was just 240 241 maybe uh, and marcel is is a below average defensive outfielder uh, so that's a guy we've I've, I've read that, that the Braves have interest in to come in and play left field, and, and he would be a middle of the order, maybe even a cleanup hitter, uh, replacing Josh Donaldson if that were the case. Uh, my guess is we wouldn't sign Josh Donaldson and Marcelo Zuna, but either or uh, would give us that number four hitter bat, the right right-handed bat uh, in the cleanup role. So Ozuna is an option there potentially. Uh, the number I read or the years I read was $5 million a year. I'm sorry, five years. Excuse me, that was a, not the correct thing. Five-year contract is what he's looking for. Um, not really sure of the money yet, but it would certainly cost the Braves quite a bit uh, to sign Marcelo Zuna. I would guess in the 17 to $20 million range per year is just a guess on Ozuna, but it's a guess is all that is. But five years is a, is a big commitment, obviously. So, uh, I've never been a huge fan of Ozuna. Uh, he seems to be a guy that's that's hurt us in the past offensively a good bit. Uh, he certainly did this year in the playoff series where he had a couple of bleep, bloopers to drop in for us in big times. But he's a guy that's got some power. Uh, he's a free swinger for sure. Uh, so we'll see what happens there with Marcelo Ozuna to the Braves potentially. Uh, and then the last thing I read that I wanted to mention is Ender Enciarte and his, his uh, situation going forth next year. So I read the Blue Jays have expressed some interest in Ender uh, in a trade package and, you know, not really sure of who it would be or what would be a return at this point in time. I, I doubt Ender has a huge value out there in the market, although his contract is not bad, certainly. Uh, but I, I would bet Ender gets moved before the 2020 season begins and he is not going to be a guy that would be a starting outfielder for us or probably not even a, a backup guy at the money he makes this year. So, Keep your eyes open for Ender uh, to the Blue Jays or maybe even somewhere else. Uh, the Blue Jays certainly have a lot of prospects and packages we could get back. Uh, I would not think it would be anything uh, involving guys like uh, Bo Bichette or, or Biggio or certainly not even Vlad Jr. So I, I don't think we're talking that kind of return for Ender. But he could bring a, a decent couple of pieces back, I would think, uh, from the Jays in a trade package. So... Uh, that's the show for this week. Again, happy Thanksgiving to all, and we'll see you soon. Go Braves. Hello, and thanks for listening to the Braves Craze Podcast. 
Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And be sure to follow The Braves Doctor on Twitter at Dr. Braves.